What's going on, gamers? It's your boy, Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to Alphonse's Gaming News. And a lot of big stuff happening this past week. And we're going to get into it tonight, starting with the CMA making their decision when it comes to Call of Duty and this Activision Microsoft deal. With all that being said, the CMA released the documents. And in that, they have said, having considered the additional evidence provided we have now provisionally concluded that the merger will not result in a sustainable lessening of competition in console gaming services because the cost to Microsoft of withholding Call of Duty from PlayStation would outweigh any gains from taking such action. And really what all that means is it just wouldn't make any sense for Microsoft to take Call of Duty away from PlayStation. It would hurt them more than it would help them. And that's what a lot of us have been saying throughout this entire thing. When Activision was being bought by Microsoft, when it was first announced, we were all saying it just doesn't make sense to take Call of Duty away from PlayStation. That's going to cost them money. And when you're in a business, you want to make money. So it just doesn't make sense for them to do it at this moment. And that's what the CMA has concluded. So they are no longer taking Sony's concerns with Call of Duty into action with this now that doesn't fully clear the cma they have not posted their final result yet that's going to be in april i believe and they start to figure out the cloud gaming concerns but microsoft has taken steps to make sure that the cloud gaming concerns are a non-factor in all this and we can all safely assume that when the cma does post their final result it's going to be that this deal should go through and there's not going to be any concern with competition in console gaming if this deal does go through now what does this all mean for sony well first things first this is a big hit for sony i mean there's no sugar coating it i mean they have been the biggest opposers to this deal and you can and you kind of understand why because they are competing with microsoft but now i think this is probably just going to have them really pushed the talks with Microsoft into full motion in regards to Call of Duty. We know they have had talks before because of a statement that Microsoft released to the CMA, and I'll get more to that later. So we know those deals have been going on, but we're probably going to see them in full motion now. And I actually would not be surprised if we heard about a deal being agreed to with Sony and Microsoft before the CMA releases their findings if PlayStation just feels like this fight is now dead, which you could make an argument that this fight is now dead with the CMA revealing their results. I mean, you still have to pass through the EU and the FTC, but I mean, I don't know what more Sony can do at this point to really fight this deal. Moving on now, I mentioned Microsoft had released a response to the CMA before the CMA officially released this statement. And in that response, there was a lot of good stuff. And I did mention that we did see the the offers that Microsoft and Sony were making. Now, we didn't actually see them because that stuff was redacted, but we did see that there were talks going on. Well, also during that, Microsoft had talked about this 10-year deal and they had some pretty interesting things to say. In the document, Microsoft had said this. At the remedies hearing, the CMA asked Microsoft that the 10-year duration is sufficient and whether it would be a cliff edge for Sony at the end of this period. The 10-year period is that other part has been redacted. Microsoft considers that a period of 10 years is sufficient for Sony 
as a leading publisher and console platformer to develop alternatives to COD. The 10-year term will extend into the next console generation, next part redacted. Moreover, the practical effect of the remedy will go beyond the 10-year period since games downloaded in the final year of the remedy can continue to be played for the lifetime of that console and beyond with backwards compatibility. Now, reading in between the lines there, I think we kind of understand what Microsoft is going to do once that 10-year deal is up. And I think that's what everybody has assumed is going to happen once that 10-year deal is up. And you heard the term backwards compatibility when it comes to this going beyond the 10 years for COD. They're not wrong. I mean, Microsoft is not wrong with this, especially with them saying that Sony could make alternatives to COD. Essentially, they're saying that they could make a rival to COD. Sony could absolutely do that. But the question is, would they really want to put that time and effort into making a game like COD and then doing a yearly release? I don't think so. Because you see the time and all the studios that need to work on COD in order for Microsoft, or not Microsoft, Activision, to release a COD game every single year. I mean, there are some years where Activision only releases a COD game. That's happened, especially the last few years. I don't think that's something that Sony would really want to do because this is a, as a publisher, they don't even talk about games until they're ready, let alone release them when they're not ready. And for the most part, these development teams aren't working on stuff that they want to work on. I'm not saying that a Sony team would not want to work on an alternative to COD or a rival to COD. But what I am saying is when you see all that work that needs to go into releasing a game like COD every single year, I just don't think it's something that Sony would want to do right now. I mean, it it would take a lot of time. It would take a lot of resources. It's just not something that Sony would really want to do when you see what they do work on. I, I, I get what Microsoft is saying. And I think we all assumed that this is what was going to happen when they were talking about the 10-year deal. I just don't know what's going to happen once that 10-year deal is up and then you're facing with Call of Duty now basically being a Microsoft exclusive or an Xbox exclusive once all those 10-year deals are up. But we we shall see. I mean, Sony hasn't even agreed to a 10-year deal with Call of Duty yet, so we don't even know what's going to happen. We have... No idea. And we're not going to know until it happens. Next up, Harvey Smith has been making the rounds for Redfall, which is coming out very soon. Arcane's next game. And he had a lot of information. Length of the game, uh, how high a character's level can go, the stuff that you can do in the game. But a few things that caught my eye. One was to talk about the always online feature. Now, gamers do not like always online features. It's not always reliable. Internet can go down at any time. The service could go down at any time. It's just something that gamers hate. Even for single-player mode, which is what's going on with Redfall, it's always online, even for single-player. But Smith said this, We do take it with a lot of empathy. We listen, and we have already started work to address this in the future. We have to do some things like encrypt your save games and do a bunch of UI work to support it. And so we are looking into, I'm not supposed to promise anything, but we're looking into and working actively towards fixing that in the future. 
that's great. Arcane has listened to their fans and they're looking to remove the always online feature for Redfall, even for single player. Now, again, he's not making any promises about it, but Smith did say that they are actively looking into this and hopefully they can remove that feature. Now, Smith also said that there is no store in the game. There's no microtransactions, which, oh man, thank you for that. Gamers do not like microtransactions in games like this. They just don't. And the fact that Redfall does not have them, that is great to hear. Now, one other thing that we did find out, which we all guessed, but we didn't think we would actually find out was that there was a ps5 version at least in development for redfall so smith had said this we were we were acquired by microsoft and it was a change with a capital c they came in and said no ps5 we're focusing on xbox pc and the game pass i mean we all assumed this but we never thought it would actually get confirmed and it did so i wonder how much trouble harvey smith got in with the Microsoft's higher ups when talking about this is it disappointing for PlayStation fans absolutely that's just how the gaming world works I mean it's gonna happen especially when a studio like Bethesda gets bought out by Microsoft it just happens now Redfall was never officially announced we didn't even know about the game until after the purchase happened it's disappointing yes but again that's just how business works sometimes. Moving on from that, Ninja Theory revealed some pretty impressive facial animation tech for Hellblade 2. Now, this was a one-minute video where you see the voice actor for the main character, and then it cuts to black, and then you see uh, what I'm guessing is supposed to be the in-game look for the character, and it is amazing. I mean, you can barely even tell that it's not a real person that is crazy if that's what the game actually looks when it's released it just goes to show you how far we have come in the world of gaming really in the last 20 years since the playstation 2 xbox gamecube era it's unbelievable i mean if you haven't seen this go and check it out it looks just unbelievable how realistic it is i i can't even explain it that well it, it it just blew my mind when i saw it i did not expect to see something like that i mean we see how realistic a lot of these games are but this one it really goes to show just what is being done in the world of gaming right now and again Hopefully, this is the final look at the game. The game is still in development. We don't know when it's going to be released, but it really is something to look at. Moving on, Bella Ramsey, who played Ellie in The Last of Us TV show, has given us some updates on The Last of Us Season 2. So she stated that they're probably going to be shooting at the end of this year or starting shooting at the end of this year or the beginning of the next. And then it will probably be out by the end of 2024, early 2025. We keep getting more information about The Last of Us Season 2 after Season 1 has wrapped up. And we all know how big The Last of Us Season 1 was. And people are excited for Season 2 of The Last of Us. Now, we do have to wait a while for it, which is disappointing. However, to know the release 
window and really the shooting window for season two, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because we don't have to do any guessing as to when this is going to come out. This is coming straight from an actor who probably has gotten updates on when they're going to start shooting again. Moving on from that, Horizon Forbidden West, the Burning Shores DLC. The pre-orders are now up. PlayStation revealed that in a blog post, and we have the release date for that as well, April 19th. And also, for those that pre-order the DLC, you get a bonus outfit and a bonus bow. I have already put my pre-order in, and I cannot wait to play more Horizon Forbidden West. I cannot wait for that. And yes, it will be bittersweet because Lance Reddick is no longer with us. So it is going to be bittersweet, but it's still going to feel great to hear him voice Silas for the final time. It's going to be a roller coaster of emotions this game is. Moving on from that, Tony Todd, the voice of Venom in Spider-Man 2, has given us some information that probably is going to get him into a lot of trouble. Now, he was responding to somebody on Twitter who was talking about Spider-Man 2, and Tony Todd said in a now-deleted tweet, looks like September, massive publicity coming in August, commercials start dropping in August, so I'm told, hold on to your dot, 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 and hold breath, gonna be necessary. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think he was supposed to reveal that at all. Now, we have confirmed what a lot of us were thinking. We're thinking probably September, maybe October, could be pushed to November. Now we're here in September, and wow. <laughs> you realize that means that Spider-Man 2 and Starfield could be going up against each other. Two of the biggest games of 2023, and they could be going up against each other in the same month. That would be crazy. It really, really would. And it, it would make a whole lot of sense for them to start the publicity push in August if they were going to release it in September because we saw the month before God of War Ragnarok, that's when Sony really revved up the publicity for the game, and it would not be a shock to see that with Spider-Man 2 as well. And this is another game that I just cannot wait for. I loved the first game. I loved Miles Morales, and I cannot wait to play Spider-Man 2, and I cannot wait to hear Tony Todd as Venom. And again, I hope he did not get into too much trouble for revealing that. Moving on from that, Remedy has revealed some information about Alan Wake 2 and the confidence that they feel about releasing it this year. So Alan Wake 2 is now in the full production phase. 2022, the game was coming together on all fronts and will be ready for its highly anticipated launch in 2023. Remedy said, wow, uh, that is great to hear because Alan Wake 2, this is a game that people have been waiting for for years. And if it does come this year, it's going to be a hit. I think we can all assume, safely assume that. Yeah, always good to get these little updates from developers with them saying, look, we're still planning on releasing it this year. Moving on from that, we have an official release date for Lord of the Rings Gollum. That is coming out May 25th. I personally want to see how this game does because I'm still not sure how a game based off Gollum is going to work. And I've seen some of the gameplay. I just want to see what's going to happen with that. 
Moving on to another release date that we found out. Crash Team Rumble is going to be releasing June 20th. There's also going to be a closed beta for those that have pre-ordered the game. Pre-orders are available right now in the closed beta. You get access to five characters that are going to be in the game. Wow. Now, I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to pre-order this game. I might just do that to check out the closed beta. And for those of you wondering, it is coming out $29.99. That is going to be the cost of this game. Now, in all the good news with the release dates and updates from games, we do have some bad news. Battlefield 1943 and Bad Company 1 and 2 are going to be delisted April 28th. Now, originally, we heard that Mirror's Edge was also going to be delisted, but that has since been redacted. It's just these three games. It's a shame, but that's just what happens in the world of games. Games are going to get delisted, especially older titles. It's a shame. But that's just what happens. And the last thing we're going to talk about is Bungie has revealed what they're going to do with Commander Zavla in Destiny 2. In a blog post, they wrote, The truths that had poured in for Lance have been overwhelming. From endless heartfelt messages on social media to impromptu gatherings, a respect in Zavla's corner of the tower overlooking the last city. As an actor, musician, gamer, and family man, the passion Lance brought to the things he loved was reflected in the eyes and hearts of all who loved him. For now, we will honor his presence through his performances yet to come in the game and in the memories that will last us a lifetime. That was for Lance Reddick, who passed away at the age of 60 a few weeks ago. It still hurts. still hurts a little bit. I'm going to be honest because I just did not see that coming. I mean, he was 60 years old. Bungie releasing this statement saying that they are going to continue having his voice for the character in the game. And they said performances yet to come in the game. I mean, it's great to hear, but it is bittersweet as well. It It is hard when you go to that character, you hear that voice and you're like, man, it, it hurts that he's not here anymore. His legacy will continue to live on and he may be gone, but he is not going to be forgotten anytime soon. And with all that being said, I am Diggs Gaming, and this has been Off Hunties Gaming News, and we will see you guys next time.